This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about our guests, current and past guests, show topics, and more about the show, you can always reach out to us on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. My next guest is a former NFL running back. He is the author of the new book, A Dream Worth Fighting For. Never let obstacles stop you from being your best self. It's our pleasure to welcome Tim Hightower to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Now, let's start at the beginning for you. What was it like to realize your dream of getting into the NFL and signing with the Washington Redskins? What was that like for you? It was bittersweet, oddly enough. It was sweet from the standpoint of you fulfill a childhood dream that started in the fourth grade. Bitter from the standpoint of I wanted to go earlier. I wanted to be drafted in the first round, not the fifth round. Uh, but no, it was an amazing experience. So initially, how many years did you play in the NFL? So I, I was injured in my fourth season, which is the, if, if anyone is familiar with in the sports world or football world, that's your contract year. That, that's the big year where uh, you go from the average NFL career being three years to you signing that second contract, which you now start to uh, build a, a good nest egg for you and your family. So, Tim, take us back to the injury, the injury that jeopardized your future with the NFL. Yeah, look, so the average NFL play is three to four seconds. So three to four seconds changed my life. It was a play. I'm, I'm in the um, I'm in the zone, um, um, you know, 18 carries in, uh, and I'm feeling great. And we're at Carolina on the road, Some a play that I've run hundreds of times, and I make a cut. No one had touched me, and my knee just gives out. It just buckles. I feel a crack. I feel a pop, and I just drop to the ground immediately. I knew something wasn't right. So – you go from being at the at the pinnacle, right, in your zone, on the verge of, again, a, a life-changing contract, to in the next three to four seconds, you're laying on the ground with a, with a, with a busted-up knee and trying to figure out what's next. Okay, so, yeah, let's talk about that. So what was your prognosis? What did the doctors tell you after they get you off the field and they you know they get you in the locker room? And, and after that, what, was your, what did the doctors tell you? Yeah, well, so, that, so they immediately um, – Took me to I flew as soon as I flew back I went right to the hospital uh, they um, and, and got the MRI that night team the team wanted to know that night uh, a lot of times you know in, in the news you know sometimes it doesn't hit the paper to the next day or, or two days following although social media has expedited a lot of that process but you now they immediately at you know ten o'clock at night I was in an MR, taking an MRI and uh, I I knew when the doctor walked into the room the look on his face said everything. So it was ACL, it was, it was meniscus, it was, you know, some cartilage, um, you know, extensive, extensive damage to that knee. And, and uh, you know, it wasn't impossible at the time, but he just, you know, he, he let me know that it was going to be a long recovery. And so let's talk about some of those challenges you faced during your injury because you ended up having five surgeries. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So tell yeah, so it, it's, yeah. So you think, okay, ACL, uh, you know, Back in the 90s, right, that was that used to be a, a death sentence for a professional athlete, especially a running back, and um, you were out for a long time. But now you have, you know, with the advancement of modern medicine, you're thinking, you know, eight months, eight to ten months max, and, you know, you're back, you know, you're you know, you're, you're back strong like it never happened, um, given that you, you know, there's no setbacks with rehab and, and uh, 
you're able to get back out there. So I'm still thinking, as frustrated as I am, I'm, I'm thinking, hey, look, I've overcome things before getting here, uh, not, you know, not being highly drafted, not having, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the college offers. I can bounce back from this. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't healing. You know, my knee was still uh, tightened. It was, it was still swelling. Something wasn't right when I tried to approach the next season. And so next thing I know, one surgery led to two surgeries, three led to five surgeries and almost four years out. And I still wasn't back yet. Okay. So let's talk about some of the other challenges you faced because you went through financial challenges and a period of homelessness. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk so about look, that. You, you know, yeah, I, I don't think I quite anticipated being out that long for sure. And um, again, I'm on, you're on the verge of, of, of life changing contract. And so not that I was the most frugal guy, but I also wasn't the most, uh, but I also was pretty conservative with, with, with resources and, um, uh, but you're also anticipating a big contract, and so you let your guards down a little bit. Um, and the next thing you know, I've, I've got a young family, and there's no way to immediately replace the income, the NFL income that that, that you know that comes in. And next thing you know, I'm traveling all around. I'm getting these treatments. These these are out of pocket. So I'm traveling around, seeing every, you know all these specialists, these doctors, um, trying alternative medicines. I'm doing anything I can to reduce the swelling, to speed up and expedite the healing. Um, and I still got to live. Right, and so you you know you see those that 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 those accounts start to to go down and down and down, um, and next thing you know, you look up and you're like, well, two three years later, how did we get here? Yeah, it, it was one of those situations where it was actually when I got signed back to the Saints. My family was still living in Richmond. I had you know the wife and two kids at this point, and every last dollar and dime that I had during that off season was going back home to make sure my family was okay. And so I'm just figuring out, hey, I, I've got a car. I'll, I figure this thing out here. Um, I'm, you know, practicing at the facility in the day and at night. At night, I'll sleep in the car. Wow, look at that! And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to former NFL running back and the author of the book "A Dream Worth Fighting For," um, Tim Hightower. Let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about getting back into the NFL. And did you have a lot of people? Because you said it yourself that that can be a career-ending injury. Did you have a lot of people telling you that it's not going to happen, it's impossible? Did you have a lot of naysayers? Uh, there was more than there wasn't. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it's just it was one of those things where, again, the first year you're out, there's you know, it's hey, it's eight months. I'm 25 years old, 26 years old. I'm young. You can bounce back. But then as the surgeries progress, you're getting older, right? This is a young man's game. You're getting older. Your body's not getting healthier as you keep getting, uh, you know, going under the knife. And so doctor after doctor is telling me they don't know what's going on. They don't know why my knee keeps swelling up. I mean, these are specialists. You're paying top docs smaller. These are, these aren't just, you know, local, uh, uh, just random docs. These are, these are top docs, and they're telling you no. Well, we, we don't have answers. And you go to the next one. We don't have answers. We don't have answers. Teams don't want you. Teams stop calling, right? They go from calling every week to they stop calling. Now your agent, he, he doesn't have answers for you. So everywhere you go and you turn, it, it, there's, there's, not, there's no hope, right? Like, there, people are you know, being as realistic as they can, but you're not being told that this is something that's possible. And so, there, it, it's, it, man, it was me. It was, it was you know, my, my, my immediate family, my, my wife and my wife now, and girlfriend at the time. But it was a small core circle of people who, they believed in it and they said, Hey, if you're willing to sacrifice and you're willing to go through uh, the ups and downs, we're, we're in your corner with you. 
Okay, so what is it that helped you to regain hope? You you mentioned hope um, when you answered the last question, and that stuck out to me. But how did you regain hope? Uh, you know, you, you revert back to, um, I'm, I'm a firm believer, we are what we repeatedly do. Uh, there's a quote uh, that says that. And, and, you know, when I first started as a fourth grade, you know, as a fourth grader, I wrote down on a sheet of paper this goal and this dream, and I became fixated on it. And I looked at it every single day. I carried it around in my pocket. It was tangible. And the more I focused on it, the more it became real. And so it dictated every single one of my actions. Like that became more real than people saying, oh, you know, less than 1% of NFL athletes go to college or play professional. Well, what was real to me was that thing that I wrote on a, on a sheet of paper and that vision that I saw. And so I went back to that process of I had to redefine what the vision was now. And I wrote that down on a sheet of paper, and I would literally look at that every single day. And I would watch videos of people when I couldn't run, when I was laying in the hospital bed, I would watch people, inspirational videos of uh, the most amazing comeback stories of, of you know, non-sports people in general. Just I just became fixated on the vision that I set and then just allowed my actions and the people around me just to, to, to hold, me, hold, hold me true to that in those difficult times. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about our guests can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Follow, like, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. If you miss any portion of this interview, all you have to do is go to our podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear anywhere you get your podcasts. And again, subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine. Again, this morning we're speaking to Tim Hightower. He is the author of the book, A Dream Worth Fighting For. He's a former NFL running back now, let's talk about getting back into the NFL because eventually you made it back into the NFL. What was that like for you? Man, there's some twists and some turns and some bumps along the way. Um, from an experimental league, expansion, experimental, whatever you want to call it, league, uh, to you know, multiple workouts, I finally made it back. The Saints called me, um, and... They look. They, I'm not sure why I was actually, and um, you know, as I went back and checked, it was an accident that I was not supposed to be invited to that workout. But fortunately, I, I was, and I was ready to go. I mean, I was at this point. I was working. I'm four years out of the NFL at this point, and you know, I was working. I was doing commercial real estate, working out early in the morning uh, before the kids woke up, and, and, and late at night. And so I was in great shape. And so I, I came in there and worked out, and they were very impressed that this guy over three years out of the NFL could play a football game tomorrow. And it, it left a, an, enough of an impression for them um, that they gave me a shot the next offseason uh, for summer workouts. So you chronicle your amazing journey and your comeback story in your new book, A Dream Worth Fighting For, Never Let Obstacles Stop You From Being Your Best Self. Tell us about the book. Yeah, so look, it, it's, it, it became bigger than, it became more of a mission, right? As, as I got back, um, you know, other athletes are, are texting me and asking me in the locker room, and man, how in the world did you make it back? How did you keep? And you start connecting with non-athletes, people who've lost loved ones, people whose jobs have been derailed, you know, especially given COVID. Uh, we've all had and will have setbacks and, and adversities in life. But the fact that I was able to make it back from, from that, there are lessons that are in that. And, and, you know, the more conversations that I had, I start, you know, I took it as a mission to I should share, I need to share whatever I learned and if it can help somebody else in their time, inspire them as the way other stories inspired me during my times, then it's it's on me to share that. And that's what we did. That's what I did in A Dream Worth Fighting For. 
All right. And today you're still involved in the NFL in some kind of way. Tell me about what you're doing. Yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm with the Washington Commanders. Uh, the team actually where that dream was almost was derailed for a minute where at the time, the Redskins. So I'm back in the front office here working with the alumni as a director of alumni relations and just integrating all of our history, all of our alumni back into our business strategy uh, as we transition from the Redskins to the Commanders. So uh, that's what I do now. I want to do some commercial development here in Richmond as well. Well, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Tim Hightower, if they would like to find out more about a dream worth fighting for, how can they find out more? I appreciate that. I'm encouraging everyone to go Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, your local bookstore, wherever you purchase books, a dream worth fighting for, and then check me out on social media, Tim Hightower. I appreciate any and all feedback and all support. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for taking time. Thanks for having me. Again, we've been speaking to former NFL running back, Tim Hightower. Again, the title of the book is A Dream Worth Fighting For. Never let obstacles stop you from being your best self. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.